0: Welcome to Season 2 of The Successful Strategist, a podcast on strategy, management, and governance dedicated to helping you address the most important questions any organization can ask. I'm Mitchell Muncy, a consultant who has co-founded or led five startups, for-profit and non-profit, spanning the media, public policy, and higher education. In these practical five-minute episodes, I cut through jargon and myth to offer you the same advice I give my clients. Good morning. This is the fifth and final episode in a series on why we can't succeed without a strategy. Last time, we discussed how, without a strategy, we will become our own most dangerous competitor, and how this happens to both nonprofits and for-profits. Today, we'll see that we need a strategy to discover weaknesses in our plans in advance, as well as to judge whether our results are satisfactory. Any genuine strategy lays out the logic of our approach. What is our definition of success? In what market or community do we want to achieve that success? What activities do we hope will make us successful? What capabilities and resources will we need? And how will we maintain them? A strategy provides specific answers to each of these questions, and the answers to each question should clearly and tightly connect to our answers to all the other questions. Laying out our logic in this way allows us to examine whether we have good reason to believe the connections are real. Is our chain of reasoning just wishful thinking? Does it require cascading miracles, as one business professor has put it? Even if the connections are reasonable, what might prevent them from holding in particular circumstances? How likely are those circumstances? What should we do about it? Both in my own experience leading organizations and in my work with clients, a demanding examination of our reasoning never fails to reveal fuzzy logic, questionable capacity, and unproved or unprovable solutions. But without a strategy, that is, without a clear hypothesis about how we'll be successful, we won't, and in fact we can't, ask any of these critical questions. A genuine strategy also commits us to a standard of evaluation. If we've defined success clearly, we should be able to develop a useful standard, but we want to be sure we're demanding about the connection between our measurements and our goals. Many measurements can be reassuring without really telling us how things are going. For instance, a large number of first-time buyers of our product or service is great, but our level of recurring business may be a better measure. For nonprofits, a year over year increase in fundraising is good, but low donor turnover may be a better sign. In addition, our measurements should be leading indicators. That is, they should alert us to challenges in time for us to do something about them. One energy trader developed a way to use weather forecasts to predict demand well in advance. A non-profit client of mine tracked its donor dependence as a way of spotting potential cash flow problems a year ahead of time. Without a strategy that commits us to a standard in advance, we'll inevitably decide that whatever does happen was all part of the plan, or at least that no one else could have done better. In effect, we'll be shooting arrows, then drawing bullseyes wherever they happen to land. My suggestion for today is ask whether your organization is truly evaluating its results or simply rationalizing them. How far in advance do your evaluations allow you to identify problems or opportunities? In these last five episodes, we've seen that working without a strategy is risky, if not impossible. Yet often the problem isn't that an organization refuses to have a strategy but that it thinks it has a strategy when it really doesn't. Next time, we'll begin a new series of six episodes outlining quick tests that will allow us to know whether we have a real strategy. Most people learn about podcasts from friends and colleagues. If this episode was helpful, please take 30 seconds right now to recommend the successful strategist to one other person. And be sure you haven't missed any of the previous episodes. If you'd like to receive my twice-monthly newsletter, which includes show notes and a summary of important ideas about strategy, management, or governance, sign up at thesuccessfulstrategist.com. I'm glad we could invest this time together. Remember, being a successful strategist doesn't require specialized training or unique insight, just a commitment to asking the right questions. The Successful Strategist is a production of Prospera LLC, a consulting firm providing strategy development, nonprofit due diligence, crisis management, and interim executive management to mission-driven organizations and philanthropists. Learn more at ProsperaLLC.com. This is Mitchell Muncy. Talk to you next time.